Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I am Sarah Jolly Jarvis and today I'm going to be talking to you about creating a book. I believe this is something like episode 25 um, and um, I'm, I'm steadily losing track. Um, but yeah, I am here actually bright and early the week before this will air um, because the day that this will air will be my birthday. Um, and I am one of those people who does like to have, you know, I don't like it being a big deal and I don't like being like, you know, it goes on for an entire week or anything like that. But I do like on my actual birthday to have the day off. So um, even when I was in the corporate world, uh, I always liked um, just taking that day off. Um, obviously, I had to take it as holiday, um, which it was ironic. I was talking to a friend the other day and they were saying, oh, you're really lucky because um, their work was being difficult around returning to work and insisting that working from home wasn't an option in the longer term, which they felt it was. Um, they felt there was mistrust there, um, but it's a different story. And um and they said, oh, you know, you're really lucky because, you know, you get to pick your, the days you can have off and you get to pick your hours and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, but actually, if you if I work out the amount of holidays that I have, um, it's considerably less than what um, the guys we employ have and what I used to get. Um, simply because from a business point of view, you're really conscious of, um, you don't just take days for no reason. Um, they tend to have a reason. They tend to have a purpose, be that holiday when you're actually physically going away or something like that, because, um, you know, you're conscious of, of, of working in the business and, and being consistent. So anyway, so this will come out on my birthday. So this will be out the 8th of October. Um, and so, yeah, I thought, well, I'm, I'm working on Operation Buffer at the moment, um, which obviously I finished work on the uh, 15th, 14th, 14th of October is my last day. And then after that, I'm off on maternity for um, the rest of the year, um, which sounds a lot more dramatic than it actually is because there aren't actually that many weeks left to the year um, at that point. <laughs> but um, yeah, you've got, apparently it's 11 weeks till Christmas. That's uh, what my dad says every birthday. He he, uh, They ring me up and then they tell me that. My dad tells me it's 11 days, 11 weeks until Christmas today. Um, so, you know, you haven't got all that length of time. But when you're talking at, we're putting content out on a weekly basis. And I've mentioned before on the podcast how I'm really super keen to make sure that I don't just disappear off um, without a trace, without any content there um, to put out in my absence. So I'm working on creating a buffer of content, creating a buffer of podcasts. Um, incidentally, all of a sudden, I've had a, an influx of people, particularly from the States, whose PR companies have got um, in touch to ask if they can appear on the show and things like that. So um, there's a lot of last minute trying to slot things in uh, and get things sorted. So um and on that note, guys, please do feed back to me. I have had quite a few people who um, come from a mindset background who are wanting to talk on my podcast. I'm conscious that we have had two people on reasonably recently. Obviously, Chris was um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Leah was before that. Um, it would be interesting to hear your thoughts um, on the types of guests that you would like me to have. Um, and coming on to that topic, today I want to talk to you predominantly when I stop talking around what's happening in the business. Um, 
there's always so much to say when I've got stuff to say already. Um, again, irony. Um, so I want to talk to you today around creating um, creating a book and the book that I'm working on creating and why I am doing that and um, the steps that I found and the things that the challenges that I found so far. And so uh, I thought that'd be useful for obviously other people out there who are in a position where they should be or could be or would like to be creating a book. And I thought, you know, would it be of interest if I was to get somebody on the show regarding that? So please do let me know. Um, I am the only Sarah Jolly Jarvis on Facebook, um, on the internet as far as I know. And, you know, you can find me on Facebook in my group, Sending Without Sleaze. Uh, so please do get in contact and let me know your thoughts. Um, obviously, you've also got Sarah at sellingwithoutsleaze.com as my email address. So please do drop me an email if you have any opinions, um, ideally positive, um, constructive at least, and um, then um, then please do get in touch. Please don't try and tell me um, because that's just really awkward. And the, the whole ethos is kind of in the title of the email address. So without further ado, I'm going to move on to creating a book, okay, which is today's topic. And as I say, the reason I've chosen that is because I am... <laughs> everyone's like this is like groundhog day um i have just finished chapter four i'm in the midst of chapter five of my 10 chapters of my book um the introduction and conclusion are completed um because apparently that's what you do and uh, but i can revisit them so well i can revisit it all obviously uh but i think the idea is to have the rough outline there so why am i writing a book what's my motivation well my the idea came from one of my mentors, um, Dan Meredith. We were working through um, what we would be doing with the business. And he you know, said, well, what's your thoughts on writing a book? I was like, I think that'd be pretty cool, obviously, because, you know, it's exciting, the idea of writing a book and being an author. Uh, reality, somewhat different. Um, that implies that I haven't been enjoying it. I do enjoy it. Uh, but I do find it, it, it it's it's tough going. Um, we work through, I work through with Dan, how to, you know, how we look to structure it um, based on his experience. Obviously, he's a best-selling author, so he does know a thing or two, having gone through the process himself. And um, we came up with some, well, it, there were chapter titles and ideas of things that I'd want to cover. Um, and I set to work and the first sort of, well, the first book that I wrote <laughs> or transcribed um, was, I, I literally dictated it into Otter. Um, I'm a big fan of Otter, by the way. Um, but yeah, I, I dictated it into Otter over an eight hour period in one day, um, which would be very impressive if I could say I wrote my book in one day. Uh, unfortunately, the outcome of transcribing is an awful lot of editing and my structure wasn't there um when I was going through it I just felt well I was going through it at the beginning of lockdown and I was going through it of an evening getting each chapter sorted and I just had that feeling in my gut this is not this is not doing me justice. Um, I'm not comfortable with it. I don't want this to be my war and peace. I don't feel like, um, you know, it's 
it needs to be perfect but I don't want to be repeating this I don't want to be creating another one with you know edits and revised chapters and updates and all that sort of stuff because I didn't do a good enough job the first time um for me when something goes into print um it's kind of set in stone and I want it to be a good representation of me. I want it to do well. Now, I think you probably, um, if you listened to the first interview with Chris um, a couple of weeks ago, you know, he, he was implying that there was a level of procrastination and, and perfectionism going on. Um, he could be right, but I'm really conscious of, I don't think it's procrastination because I'm really clear on my time scales um, and what I want to do and where I want this book to work. But I think yeah, there is an element of me wanting, I want to do a good job. I don't want to put my name to something, have it printed out, have it available in hard copy for people to read through. And then for them to think, well, that was a bit middle of the road no one wants to aim for middle of the road and I definitely don't want to consciously put out something that's middle of the road so going through it was a real brain dump that lacked structure it lacked all the things that apparently (laughs) I have now learned are um, quite significant to a book like you know stories that you talk through and structure and things like that so I sat on it for a while to be honest Um, so I was working at it at the beginning of lockdown um so by then I did know that I was expecting so the sort of structure of my business for the rest of the year was um was different to how we we started the year um b3 for those of you which are um tuning in and um, partway through um there's a baby due on um, well at the end of October and so um it was it was planned <laughs> we were hoping to have a third child we've always wanted three children it's very difficult to manage um mother nature and a business and so it was crack on assume that you're not going to be pregnant um due to sort of health issues and things like that um it wasn't a question whether we would be able to have a third one we are super lucky to be able to have one and so um when we realized which was just before lockdown started really so it was yeah March time March time I found out um it was yeah it was it's great um oh was it February it could have been the end of February um I went to a friend's hen party and then literally that following week I realized I was pregnant um so yeah the (laughs) that's why the wine didn't go down very well so um so yeah, so then things changed as far as that the, the aim of the business. So the book wasn't something that was designed to coincide with being off, coming back from maternity leave. Uh, it was designed for something to fit into, you know, the original suggestion was to fit into my sales funnel. Um, so that, it, you know, at the end of the day, they show, they provide social proof. Uh, if somebody can say, you know, I've, I'm an author, I've written about this subject matter, these are my pearls of wisdom that I've shared with people. You know, I didn't want it to be a... Uh, an oversized lead magnet um but it you know it will fit into the the funnel as a taster as an introduction to me and so that's why I wanted to do a good job and I want it to be useful and so I sat on it for a while through lockdown which to be fair um we were busy with um the the sales challenge and everything else that I did and then actually when the end of the sales challenge happened um, and I was back to looking at my book and looking at what we were going to do with it. Um, it made sense to get somebody who actually knows what they're doing 
to walk me through it. Um, you know, there are so many things in my life that I find people who are better than me and I'm, I learn from them or I get them to mentor me or, you know, you you take training with them. Um, but yeah, I embarked on in a book uh, with with mostly enthusiasm and um and you know and some direction which had come originally from Dan um but you know he isn't somebody who coaches people through uh creating a book so I looked at the chapters they didn't resonate with me like I wanted them to um feedback when I was looking for a company to work with it's like a minefield you know like you don't know what you don't know um and I knew that I didn't know everything about writing a book and that I needed to know about structure but speaking to people um, you know going off recommendation and um, asking lots of questions is is my (laughs) my suggestion for finding somebody to work with for a book and why did I want to work with somebody well I wanted as I say to do myself justice I wasn't precious. Some people apparently um, don't like to work with um, booksmiths or ghostwriters or whatever they call them. Um, So basically people who will guide you through the process. I didn't even know these people existed. I didn't quite know what what was, you know, down in the creating a book world and what wasn't. I had no idea of the structure. I had no idea of of what you can and can't get support on. Basically, there's a lot of people out there who can help you to structure your book. So they know about books, you know about your subject area, you get together on a weekly basis, you send them um, your manuscript, apparently, learn that one, Um, my manuscript in between for the different chapters, and they'll go through, they'll make grammatical, you know, initial things they're your editor so um it then goes into um the publishing process so some people will do this all on their own um hats off to you and then they will provide the manuscript to the publishing company and then these companies will publish so you know obviously you've got the the traditional way and then you've got where you you get a a, a publishing company to agree um to, to feature you so you know all your penguins and people like that um we're not <laughs> we're not aiming at that there that wasn't something that I wanted to do this is a bit of a hybrid that I've gone for where I'm not publishing it all myself because I've never done that and that would probably go very wrong instead these people are used to publishing things um they're used to the process um but it's not a publishing house like you would think of with some of the more traditional um and so they you know they they walk you through the process some of them charge you for um they take a percentage of your sales others don't uh some of them provide you with marketing others don't and so you know it's really sort of finding out um what what your needs are where where you're what you're missing um and then looking for the appropriate companies you know if anyone's thinking yeah okay yeah i'm in the process of um you know please do feel free to get in touch and I will share the the you know information on who I have spoken to and and, and who was sort of a, a front runner um but it's um you know it's it's I think it will be down to personal choice so um the guys that I went with are based in the states and so what I do with them is I have a call with them the the structure is is that you get into the you know you get you pay for the program and um the you will be provided with a senior editor who will help you with your overall view of the um 
of the structure of the book and so they'll help you with your chapters and then the structure of your um, the story and the information that you're going to provide in each chapter and then you set to work on your chapters normally you get transferred over to a ghost writer now I'm ghost writer not writer um normally um you'd get transferred over I'm really fortunate I don't know why I'm really fortunate though I haven't asked him yet I'm waiting um I've been kept on by the senior editor guy and we're working on it together. Um, I don't know whether that's because I'm a bit special needs and he thinks I need extra help (laughs) or whether he likes working with me or I don't know. But um, I'm hoping that it's a positive. Um, But yeah, so I've been, I've carried on working with this guy, um, which to be fair, you know, we have a good rapport and I was really pleased when he said he was keeping me um, and he said, you know, his workload could allow for it. Um, I'm very clear on my time scales, So uh, I need the book to be finished by the time the baby is born uh, from my point of view. So my manuscript. So your initial draft, your initial, yeah, I think this is good. I'm happy with it. Um, that's your manuscript then goes off and it gets apparently hardcore edited um is how one person described it so um somebody goes through it who's never been anywhere near the book before um they have no you know buy into it and so um they're looking at it from a very different perspective and then you get feedback and then you might want to make changes apparently so um <laughs> i feel like it's like an exam but uh that's the structure that they work to if that's what works then brilliant so you know if it does require me to do a lot of editing I will do a lot of editing uh then this the idea then is is that it goes into the different layouts any sort of um artwork stuff which I'm a bit like really you know put potential artwork in there um but I think they they do little drawings or diagrams or anything like that that you want um which is like then pressure it's like how can I make a diagram out of this I'm just it can look a little bit prettier um but but, um then it goes through they do the all the design work and then it'll go through to publishing now um they initially publish it digitally and then apparently we do then hard copy um again you know I am being totally guided by these people they've come and uh um recommendation to me and you know I'm very fortunate that that has been the case I would not have known where to start um had I decided to go the whole thing alone um you you know it's definitely something if it's not your chosen subject area if it's not something you've done before and you want to do it well you have to find help um and you know what I've learned from doing my my brain dump my initial brain dump a version of my book so you know I have a written book am I happy with it no is it ever going to see the light of day definitely not um because I just literally tried to take everything out of my head and put it into into onto paper um it would be probably really boring it would be like reading a textbook um it doesn't bring things to life it doesn't provide examples there is there's lots now I've been through and they've worked through with me a structure where you know you illustrate what you're trying to talk about looking at cases with clients or personal experiences um you know which you can see in a book once people point it out to you um 
And you can see it again and again and again. And normally when you see things again and again and again, it's because they're effective. Um, but when I spoke it, it just wasn't something that, it just didn't have that structure to it. I, I liked the fact from a plus point, um, for those of you considering writing a book and transcribing it, um, it's a lot more natural so that it's more like this. It's more like me talking. But uh, it just lacks structure. It lacks the value um, in having there's a value in having structure and because of the lack of that structure I think you know some points will get lost information gets um watered down and I end up um I'm one of those people which explains things in multiple different ways uh which is can be really helpful but can also be really irritating if you just want them to move on uh so 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 far my experience with creating the book as I say I am halfway through my chapters um I'm in a position where I know what I'm writing for each chapter. I've got that structure there and it's cracking on. Um, interestingly, I do find myself, I get bored of my subject area. So I will find myself going, oh, if I could just do a little bit of that chapter, that'd be a bit more interesting. Um, and so then at that point, I take a break. I go into <laughs> my operation buffer where I look at content and actually writing my book at the same time as writing content for um, that I'm, I'm banking and putting out whilst I'm off on maternity leave um, has been really helpful because obviously you're already in that creative space. And so talking through scenarios in the book, talking through examples in the book, um, and metaphors and, and actually there's quite a few quotes in there that from, from very interesting random places from um, you know I was I was quoting Einstein and then the next minute I was quoting Will Smith there's a real collective mix and collective mix in there of um, different types of people who have influenced my opinion on stuff um, and so um, that's been really nice but actually just gets your brain ticking over and thinking and then you're already in that sort of creative place so then writing it out and, and writing out copy and writing out sort of top line sort of structure of stuff that you want to talk around um is really really helpful so it definitely gets like your little mental juices going so um that kind of helps to put things together so you know thinking around my sort of longer term aims i think i probably will do days when i'd write copy um and plan content so that you know oof, look at me planning in advance but you know if i can sit down and i can write stuff all in one go um you're in that headspace and you you know you'd pick a time in a day when you are in that headspace um where you can make the most of it and, and it definitely does um i'd allocated this is how <laughs> down to the nail we are um i'd allocated allocated with my new um my new help beth um who started last week she went through my diary and found all the times that I can I can sit down and, and do content or book or everything else that I need to do before I'm off and um and we allocated half an hour to each piece of content and I've probably halved that by doing it when I'm in that creative space as a break from writing my book so a little bit of a tip there um, if you are having to create lots of content or should be creating lots of content um, whether you're writing a book or not uh, definitely getting yourself in that headspace and then knocking it all out is the way forward and um, treating it as a break from right from doing something else is quite novel for me content is normally one of those things that I tend to procrastinate around um, and so it gets left 
Um, but to, to sort of position it in my head as, oh, this is a little bit of time out is quite unusual and different. So creating a book, um, why do it? Just to sort of finish off, why would you do it? It shows your expertise. It provides you with a point of reference that you can point people to. It's a nice introduction to you without you having to be there. Do I think I am going to make millions from my book? No. Did I ever approach it in this way? No. Do I expect it to break even? It hopefully will if you take on back-end sales. So if you look at um, the amount of clients that I will take on because they've read my book, because they've become more familiar with me, because the book's been used as a no-like trust tool, um, will it make, will it, you know, as a stand on its own at the front of my sales funnel, um, my customer sales journey, will it will it break even? No, definitely not. Um, you know, the, the likelihood is that eventually the book will go out as, you know, free with postage and packaging. Um, so you just pay for postage and packaging and the actual book will be free. Um, you know, that's how it's likely to go out. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's highly likely that it, you know, it won't, it won't actually make back its costs. Um, and, and it won't stand on its own. Um, and when you look at it, in isolation it will only be because of the upsells involved and the opportunities to work with me that it will it will pay for itself um but that's what we knew when we went into the process it wasn't we weren't trying to make money from a book um apparently lots of people you know look at a book as a way to generate money um it should be looked at particularly within the business space um as a as a as a way of um introducing people to you and as part of your marketing process it's a marketing tool it's a way of getting yourself out there um there are marketing companies that will take you and they'll um you know then use pr and do pr with you and get you into tv and all sorts of different stuff so you're really elevating um your position um and and showing your your knowledge and obviously it will help you to do that as well. Um, but it's, you know, from my point of view and, and from a business point of view and talking to the companies, one of the first thing that all the publishing companies said to me um, when I spoke to them was, you know, this this isn't going to make you. <laughs> um, this is before they saw it as well. So, you know, it wasn't just a reflection on the actual book. Um, but, you know, it was the, a, a book like this on this subject area, it's business it's very useful as a marketing tool, but it's not going to make you millions on its own. Um, and so, you know, if that's what your aim is, then you're probably better off putting your energies elsewhere. If you want it to complement a sales funnel, if you want it to provide you with the structure for a sales funnel, um, or if you, you know, you want to use it in marketing as a way for people to get to know you, um, then, then yeah, you know, crack on and go ahead. Um, you know, cost-wise, um, you're looking anywhere between six and twelve grand for support to to create a book. Um, it doesn't come cheap, uh, but it depends what you're wanting to do. You don't need support up to manuscript level. You could create the manuscript yourself if you felt confident to and you were happy with book structure. And I know people who have done that and have done really, really well with it. Um, it just wasn't the route that I was wanting to take. Um, I want like a little bit more handholding. So I'm going, you know, so for, for me, that worked to, to work with somebody and create that manuscript. You can go into manuscript stage 
um, you are then looking at less money. Um, but it's then just up to you whether or not you want to be sharing in uh, the money made from the book or whether you're quite comfortable to, um, to to pay up front and then whatever you do make from the book, um, it's a lot more under your sort of control. So there we are. So that is creating a book. I am going to ask... Um, you know particularly if people say it would be of interest i am going to ask if um the guys that i'm working with would be interested in coming on the podcast and talking through creating a book and please do let me know if that would be useful and and i would aim to have that out um probably whilst to be fair of one of my buffer podcasts whilst i'm out on maternity leave um but that would provide you with an insight into you know the handing in and then the the conversations post that on on what's going on so thank you very very much for listening uh next time i'm going to be talking around your competition and what's a healthy awareness of your competition and what becomes a, bit, a little bit of an obsession um so please do tune in next week and any questions please keep them coming in thanks for listening guys happy selling thanks for listening to the selling without sleeves podcast if you enjoyed this episode please head over to itunes or stitcher or wherever you're listening from to leave us a review it's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it 